Hello. Hello, Grace. We're already recording. Do you just want to go right into it? I guess so. Sorry. It just started recording like right when I opened it. So I don't really know why. That's I did okay. that, but... people, people can just see behind the scenes. We're starting our uh, weekly podcast. Yes. Uh, we're getting the raw feed this time instead of the, uh, the lavishly produced section we normally get. We're minus <laughs> James Watts this week, who uh, is on a well-deserved uh, taking a little bit of time off. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm Jimmy Tramble. I'm joined by Grace Wood, uh, both Postal World Scene slash Entertainment Department. And this is our weekly uh, kind of podcast and video session to let people know what's going on. Grace, are you, are you cooled off? Are you, are you dying in the heat? What's going on? Are you able to keep cool? I am able to keep cool. Thankfully, we actually had um, an HVAC technician come out to my house a couple weeks ago. And I don't really know anything about like that kind of stuff because I'm like a first time renter and my apartment in college didn't have AC. So um, I, we were like, it's not working. Like our house isn't getting cold. What's going on? And he held up the filter and he was like, uh, this is why it was like completely black. And you uh. just, it was like oh, very obvious that that was the reason. So my house is getting cool. And if you want, I can talk about the story that I kind of wrote relating to that subject. I, I, I think that's smart because people, it's going to get hotter, you know, like 100 this weekend. Yeah. So what's uh, you did some research on that. I mean, electric bills are going to go up. People want to keep cool. Uh, I see a lot of stories about uh, ACs breaking down, that sort of thing, and people having to get them worked on. You did the homework on this to help people figure out how can I stay cool in the summer? Yes. So um, my Saturday story is kind of like a Q&A with a local HVAC specialist. His name is Seth Jacobson. And we just talked about all things air conditioners. And he gave a ton of really good advice for how to just get the most out of your air conditioner this summer, how to make it work as well as, as, well as it can, and just also how to like save money on your AC bill, which is super important for a lot of people. Um, and yeah, like I said, going into this, I didn't really know a ton about anything HVAC related. So I had a lot of questions for Seth. And one really interesting thing that he told me is that one of the biggest ways you can save money on your AC bill and also keep your air conditioner in good condition is to have your condensing unit professionally washed. And that's the part of the AC system that's on the outside of the house. I didn't know that. Um, and if it's dirty, it can really end up just wasting a lot of energy and run up your bill super high without actually cooling off your home. So that's definitely something he said that you want to stay on top of and you should do it once a year. So I just thought that was an interesting little tidbit of advice. You lived in California before returning to your hometown of Tulsa. Did you even did you even have an air conditioner in California? No, no. All four years living in the dorms and then living in a part in an apartment the last two years, no AC. I just had like a little kind of window unit type thing that I set up, but it honestly didn't really work that well. But I didn't really need it because the climate there was pretty, pretty temperate and pretty pretty easy to work with. But yeah, coming home to Oklahoma was a little bit of a rude awakening for me. You came back even though you knew it was so cool that you could take the heat, you know, that this yes. place is so cool you could deal with the heat. Yes, it's okay. totally worth it. <laughs> well, uh, sometimes you you have a, uh, we, we turn in a weekly story thing every week. Like this is what I hope to write on this day, this day, this day. That's your story for Saturday. Mm -hmm. I had a story planned for Friday that completely fell through. You know what that's like to have a story, 
uh, fall through because someone can't talk to you until a certain time, whatever. But uh, these story gods were good to me and that one just dropped in my lap yesterday. Love and that, that uh, uh, so now I have a new story for, for, I have a story for Friday I wasn't planning on having, but it's a kind of a cool story. Uh, you familiar with the band Dropkick Murphys? I am not familiar with them actually. Well, they're a Boston punk band. And, uh, excuse me, a Boston punk band. And of all things, it took a Boston punk band, Dropkick Murphys, to create maybe the most Tulsa album ever. Uh, they're, they're, they're releasing a new album. It's all Woody Guthrie songs. So there's a Woody Guthrie connection, obviously, because we have the Woody Guthrie Center here in Tulsa. And they took a promotional photo with the band in front of the Outsiders House Museum. Uh, and they're going to tour in support of the album. Uh, they're, they're coming to Tulsa Theater uh, November the 1st. And uh, golly, there's one more Tulsa connection. Uh, it, maybe it'll come to me, maybe it won't. Uh, Outsiders House, uh, Woody good. Guthrie. Uh, something's escaped me, but there's one more Tulsa. Oh, they, they recorded, how could I forget this? They recorded the album at Church Studio here in town. There uh, it is. Yeah, and, and the band members actually went to Okima, where Woody Guthrie's from, and kind of walked the streets of where Woody walked to do this uh, album. They're a punk band. The album is acoustic, so it's going to be really interesting to see how they pull that off. Th this interests you now? Yeah, that's that's really interesting, because I was going to ask you, like, are they kind of like rock punk covers of Woody Guthrie songs, but it's actually an acoustic album. So it'll Acoustic, be yeah. Interesting to hear their take on it. Did they... Were they always kind of fans of Woody Guthrie and like the Tulsa sound or how did that like come on their radar? Did they explain that to you? Apparently they got turned on to Woody Guthrie a long time ago. And one of their songs, I believe the title is Shipping Out to Boston, uh, was actually taken from a Woody Guthrie uh, blurb that one of the band members saw in the Woody Guthrie archive. So they've, they've been on the Woody train for a long time, but this is so different. They just kind of waited for the right time to do this project because it's not uh, normal for them. But uh, and, the, and they've recorded so many of Woody Guthrie's uh, inspired materials that there's going to be a volume two of this as well. But for now, we'll stick with volume one and let people know about it. But that'll be you, you can read about this now on TulsaWorld.com, but it'll be in print on the Tulsa World on on Friday. Um Sunday's Tulsa World, we have a story about, uh, we're, we're lucky we have many great murals on the sides of buildings in Tulsa. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of the, uh, the most prolific mural painter in Oklahoma, maybe, is a guy named Bob Palmer, who's done 4,500 murals, not just in Oklahoma, but around the world, foreign countries, everywhere else. And uh, he recently did one in Muskogee that honors, pays tribute to a historical figure named Bass Reeves, who there will be a new miniseries from Paramount Plus uh, coming up soon. The same gentleman who did Yellowstone, who is doing Tulsa King, is doing the Bass Reeves miniseries. So Bass Reeves is kind of hot right now. And this mural painter recently wrapped up a project last week, knocked it out in three days, which to me is amazing. Wow. Did this, but did this mural on, uh, on Bass Reeves. Uh, apparently the guy is not afraid of heights, you know. If he's done 4,500 murals, not, I mean, I'd get halfway up the ladder and say, no, thank you. But uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. 
Wow, that's really cool. And Bass Reeves, I did some Googling when you mentioned that you were going to write about him. He was the first Black deputy U.S. Marshal west of the Mississippi, correct? Yeah. It's really cool. And like three or 4,000 arrests, uh, never got apparently shot or wounded. Uh, re really a, you know, a great, great historical figure. So I'm glad to see he's getting his due or will in this miniseries coming up. In fact, it I haven't seen all the Taylor Sheridan Paramount Plus shows, but this wraps into the 1883 prequel series. I guess they've had season one of 1883 already. Mm. The next season will be 1883, the Bass Reeves story. So there wow. we go. That's really cool. Do they know who's going to play him yet? Have they they do. And uh, I've written his name. I'm not going to butcher it by pronouncing it. Uh, okay. But if you go to the story... Uh, Sunday Tulsa World, you can see it's been announced. It, it's not as easy to, easy to pronounce as Sylvester Stallone in Tulsa King, uh, So, but uh, I wish I could pronounce it, but I can't. So please just read about it and and go forth. In the world. Anything else? You got any cool things coming up, Grace? Yes. Um, so for World of Homes this Saturday, um, I got to write about a really awesome kind of whimsical Victorian style mansion that's out in Jinx and it's for sale now. And it's really unlike any home that I've seen in Tulsa before. So you guys will have to look at the pictures of it this Saturday because it's really kind of interesting. And it honestly looks like something out of a like fairy tale storybook. It's very um, just kind of like old looking and it's just really beautiful. And there's an interesting story behind it. Uh, the original owner's family used to own a tavern on the East Coast that started back in the 1800s. And when the tavern finally eventually closed and it was going to be demolished, um, she actually managed to save some things from the tavern, um, including like an old wooden door and a wooden mantle for the fireplace. And both of those things can still be found in the home that's for sale today. So it's just a really unique home that also has a little bit of cool history around it too. So um, definitely check that out this Saturday if you wanna see the pictures. The thing I was going to write about this week is there's there's a new Elvis movie coming out on Friday. Will you will you be seeing this Elvis movie? I think I have to just because there's so much buzz about it. I've seen so much, especially like on TikTok, like just a lot of videos of like Austin Butler like talking about how he really went so deep into character to play Elvis like for something like two or three years, like he really became Elvis and I've noticed like if you compare like videos of him talking like five years ago to videos of him talking now, you can tell that that Elvis hmm. accent kind of stuck with him, which is really interesting. So I feel like I definitely want to see it just to see how he brought that character back to life. So to speak. Yeah, and, and Tom Hanks, I mean, how can you not see a movie with Tom Hanks in it? He's like, he's America's sweetheart on the male side, I guess. I don't know. He really is. He really is. Yeah, I think it's going to be really good. Are you going to see it? Yeah, I think so. But I'm way behind on my movies. I still haven't seen Doctor Strange. Uh, and a few other things. So I've, I've been a bad boy. Need to catch up at the movie theater. <laughs> well, you've been really busy. So it makes sense. And you took time off like last week, didn't you? I did. I, I annually go. My pilgrimage is I go to the Superman Festival in Metropolis, Illinois. It's like my eighth time to go. And it's just my, it's my happy place. So I always go to the Superman Festival in Metropolis, Illinois. And you named your son after Clark Kent, am I remembering that correctly? I didn't name him after Superman. His name is Cal, as in Kal-El. Gotcha. His gotcha. Uh, name on Krypton, yeah. Okay. I believe Nicolas Cage did the same thing. He named his son Kal-El, except he went with the full Kal-El and didn't stop at the cow. Interesting. I did not know about that. 
but that's a cool connection. Well, I think we're all wrapped up unless we want to gossip about James since he's not here this week, you know? Yeah, let's talk about him. No, nothing but good things to say about James. He's awesome, and we miss him very much, but we can't wait to be back with him whenever he gets back. I don't know if he'll be back for next week soon. Maybe not, but whenever We'll, we'll get him back, and we'll be all good. Yes, exactly. Well, uh, thanks, everyone, for listening or watching. I'm Jimmy Trammell. This is Grace. And uh, we will see you. Uh, you can find this podcast, obviously, wherever uh, your favorite podcast forum, whatever that may be. And we will see you next week. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.